The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Welcome once again to a Came From Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. With me in the GHR studio, we have our very own Pronto Comics, Dominic Definition Man Serrano. What up, dog? Uh, senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino, is on assignment, and we are here with our engineer, Zambo, from the GHR Hello, fun seekers. Group. What do we um, assign Charlie to do? Uh, he had a, a, like a triple shift at his day job, so That's he's, a pretty a, he's assigned to go do work. <laughs> he's assigned to go make some money. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There pay you for, go. Pay for his gas. Pay for hey, his hey, that's good. There that's we a go. good job. That's a good way to do it. There you go. Um, <laughs> can I say, though, like now that we have the clap sound back, yeah. it's the only time it's perfectly okay to say the words, oh, we got the clap. <laughs> and like not be scared to death about that. Unless yes. we were talking yeah. about the song that the Wiggles made Fair called enough. The Clap, which would That's then right. be something else. But you are correct. Yeah, baby. So it's just <laughs> uh, I just he's like Mark turns to me and he's like, Yeah, we got the clap. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming, I know where he's going with where, that. Where are we but going with this? Man, one? I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that for when the show starts. <laughs> so, so this week we're going to be talking about awards and the concept of them. Because there's been some recent controversy that's been going on, which I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. Everyone um, likes a good attaboy. But, yeah, but, but yeah. before we get to that, who died? We're gonna take it away with the news. There you go. Um, the news is brought to you in part by fine so find the wow, this is like the first time I did this. The news is brought <laughs> to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show of celebrating over twenty two years of comic book stuff and pop culture news. To be fair for more information because Charlie's not here, you made him stay. <laughs> <laughs> for more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. And since you're unless you're listening to us on Facebook Live, the convention just happened this past week, which was an awesome convention. It was great. That was, I, it was, it was such an, a great convention. Everybody was so nice, and it was awesome. Oh, my God. I had an absolute blast. <laughs> Bill but, Shatter uh, was just divine. Yeah, <laughs> now, now we're friends again. We we're friends, friends again. There yeah. you go. That that's, that's, awesome. how good it, that's how good it was. I'll tell you this. Kathleen Turner hasn't missed a beat. <laughs> so, <laughs> Still has, like, the sexiest voice ever, Kathleen Turner. Wait, I have I hear, I hear stuff. You hear Didn't it? we hear stuff? Oh, yeah. no. There we go. There, there we go. go. We fixed it. Um, there we go. So, yes. Yeah, so, technical difficulties, folks. So, next year's Big Apple Con will be uh, in 2020. So, more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Next year's Big Apple Con will be just like my hindsight, 2020. Yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. The vision that I wish I had. Actually, wait. Hold on. There you go. There you go. And I also want to do the uh, the shout outs for the Patreon. So I want to give a shout out to Danny Grillo, Jared <laughs> Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Mildy Portez, and Kyle Horn. Um, yeah, if you guys baby. want to uh, donate for our little show, you go to www.patreon.com just for a dollar. One measly dollar. A, a, a one item change. at the dollar store. Easily. That's right. That's Dollar Tree, though. Dollar Tree. Yeah, My dollar amazing tree. girlfriend just taught me the, the the ways of the Dollar Tree. Don't go to any other dollar store. Right. Just Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Everything, everything is a dollar. dollar. Yes. It's so, amazing. Really true. Instead of one item and there. Know, and you know what? If Dollar Tree were to become a sponsor of ours, 
We would give them a shout out. We'll give them a shout out. So Every they can show. be a sponsor of ours for a dollar. <laughs> yes. Boom. <laughs> That's... If anyone at Dollar Tree is listening, we Although we've do... already given like $10 worth of promo right now. We will do this for you every week <laughs> if you just donate a dollar a month. Yes. At the Dollar Tree. Yes. We'll do That's this for you. That's a lot of nuts. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, so yeah. That's where so, we're going. So, exactly. I mean, it's a deal so good, it's inconceivable. There you inconceivable. go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, make sure you guys go to www.patreon.com backslash you came from the radio, look us up in the search bar, and just mm-hmm. for a little dollar, you can donate and you can be a part of our show. Nice. Ooh. So, uh, let's see what we got for the news. We're going to start with the sad news, as we always tend to do. Mm-hmm. So, Aww. first bit of sad news. Actress Catherine Helmond, best known for her, her best known for playing her role of Mona on the ABC sitcom Who's the Boss, has died of complications from Alzheimer's oh. disease. Uh, yeah. In addition to starring in Who's the Boss for its eight-year run, Catherine also appeared in such films as <clears throat> Oh boy, Time Bandits, Brazil, Overboard, the first one, Cards, as well as the sequels Frank and Ava, just to name a few. On the small screen, Catherine appeared in such TV shows as Car 54, Where Are You, Gunsmoke, Mannix, Barnaby Jones, Six Million Dollar Man, Bionic Woman, Soap, Benson, The Love Boat, Fantasy Island, Batman the Animated Series, Coach, Everybody Loves Raymond, Wild Thornberries, Providence, Melissa and Joey, True Blood, and Harry's Law, just to name a few. Wait, who was she on Batman the Animated Series? She played, uh, I think, one of the villains. She had a voice. She was a... Voice no follow up. I don't have it in front. Of, I don't have it in front of me. Oh man, she, she played it. You a, can't bring up Batman the animated series and not be on your game, Mark. Like she was in That's there. a big. That's a big shoe. Yeah. Um, well, you got the internet. You can check it up when we take our break. We can. I'm, I'm currently busy oh. monitoring <laughs> our Facebook live feed. All right, good, <laughs> good job. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. Thank you. Um, in a 2008 interview, she had this to say about her acting. Um, I was married to drunks. I got knocked <laughs> around and battered and beaten and taken advantage of. And that's one of the reasons why I got switched to comedic roles. My agent said, I just can't bear to see you get knocked around on television anymore. We're going to try for a sitcom. Wait, I... wait, wait, wait. She was married to drunks on TV? No, in an interview, she had this to say about her acting. Yeah, well, for a second there, I'm like, she's just, I thought she was just talking about, like, her life. Like, I got, I was married to drunks and no, I got beaten up regularly. Acting. I said about her acting. Well, <laughs> you know... I thought maybe she could be like, yeah, I was married to drunk, so as an escape, I took on acting. Oh, like, okay. All right. I'm just saying. You know what? That's legitimate. Uh, that guy, for a second, that, that was getting pretty <laughs> dark Pretty dark and gritty, man. Um, she goes on to say, I felt I blossomed as a person, once again about acting, when I got a chance to act. Through all the many years now, I've never fallen out of love. It's been like an incredible marriage that really worked. I enjoyed Peace every minute Peace of it. Peace and love. She was a young 89 years old. It's a pretty good run. Yeah. 89. Def- definitely a long, uh, yeah. eventful, certainly, life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do remember her from <clears throat> um, Who's the Boss and then Everybody Loves Raymond. It, she played it was the, all the Who's the Boss for me. Like, that's great. Wait, yeah. she played the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, she played, I think she it was... She played uh, Deborah's mom. Deborah's mom. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like, wait, God, no, please, not her. Not that mom. <laughs> She's dead already, actually. <laughs> I sir. know. I know. I already forgot. Yeah. I forgot and I remembered and now I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's sad. That's all right. Yeah. Um, uh, moving on to anyway. more sad news. More sad news. <clears throat> oh, it's going to be a three-peat of sad news today. <sighs> Actually, more. Uh, oh. Peter Tork, oh. one of the original four monkeys, also died recently of 
Andenoid cystic carcinoma. Ooh. Um, cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Just say cancer, Mark. Um, the Monkees was a TV show back in the, back in the old days. Yes. The old um, days. It was called the 60s, Mark. <laughs> yes, yeah, the 60s. The 60s. Where, um, from what I remember... <laughs> It mm-hmm. was kind of like the answer to the Beatles because the Beatles had made uh, Hard Day's Night, uh, and some of, guy was like, "Hey, yeah, we want to do this for TV and make and just grab some guys and say they can do music and give them a show." But right. they actually were musicians. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, they made it work. Yeah. 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 Who was the, the one who played the drummer? Who? Which monkey was that? Uh, um, that would be Mickey Dolenz. Yes. He would say it's like I re- I re- <laughs> I. Re- I related to of Leonard Sounds Nimoy. Like actually, I'm not even attempting to see, but I'm not. I'm not trying. But he would say like I related to if Leonard Nimoy actually became a Vulcan. <laughs> to yes. which Peter Talk was like, "Give up, give that up, stop, stop saying that." But it, it is correct. Like they thought they just hire four actors. One, I think Peter Talk was a musician. I think some of them Mickey had, they, they had music background. They had back, background. They had music background. Sing a bit. Yeah. yeah. But there was no intention of them being able to write and, right. and, and make their own music. Right. 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 They're like, hey, you, four guys, you guys can sing. One of you can, or, or two of you can play guitar. That's it. We'll get session players. Great. And you'll, right, right. And like, they're like, no, no, no. We're going to, they got annoyed with that at first. Kind of like the same way that David Cassidy was getting annoyed with the Partridge family. Yeah. And like, he wanted to be a real musician. Yeah. So they, then go and start writing their own material and they it was, had I tours think it was, and they did, they did they, tours they, and, it was, and they had like the number two i think in 1967 they had the number two album underneath um sergeant peppers yeah i think so it's something Partridge like that really did or the monkeys no the, the monkeys. monkeys yeah they were they were the, really? a big deal they, they wrote they wow, produced they did, they did yeah. themselves okay yeah i didn't know and that much about them that's they, why. they were they were huge and you know who they took on tour as their <clears throat> opening act to try and give themselves legitimacy oh. and it drove their fans nuts not in a good way Jimi hendrix Really? They're like, this guy's amazing. We need to have Hendrix. You're gonna love him. I like it because he's Hendrix. Yeah. And they, and then you got these bubblegum pop teens going like, Who's you know, this? seeing this guy. You know, and it's like, uh, we don't like, we want the monkeys. What's what's with this? It's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what was that? Back to the Future. It was like, oh, your kids will love it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you're not gonna like it, but your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> so, Pretty much. Your kids yeah. are gonna love it. So uh, this past October, Peter took to social media to talk about his illness. He said. Mm-hmm. While it is true that my health has required a little more attention these days, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm also cherishing this time with family and friends and making music. Keep your eyes open for some possible Mm -hmm. web concerts with friends and other musicians. We'll see what comes down the pipeline. As for the rest, thank you for the good wishes. This is a private time, and I won't be posting any updates. So then, uh... You know know what they should do now? Because there's two monkeys. And there's two beetles. And there's two beetles. Supergroup. <laughs> peace and love. Peace and love. How many, how many Peach Boys do we have? Who's left? gonna play drums? Mickey Dolan's ring. Now Ringo's got to play the drums. Ringo's got to play drums. Maybe they can have two drum sets. Because I mean, what is it? Didn't a Steve Miller band have that at one point, or was that Marshall Tucker? Who knows? Probably. I know. I know. One one of those name brand bands right. had two, two drum drummers. sets. Yeah, that's Dueling insane. Drums. I think I, I want to say it was Steve Miller, but I could be wrong. That'd be kind of cool. Tell me that wouldn't be interesting. I mean, they met the Beatles. That would be cool. That would be cool. And Lennon had said to one of the monkeys, "Is like you guys are like the Marx Brothers of rock and roll. I think you're brilliant." Ooh. So there was a whole meeting, and there, there was, was already there was already legitimately peace and yeah. love between them. Yeah. They weren't button heads. No, they, they were just like, heads. "No, we mutually I mean, respect each thing, other." They, they were called like the Fab Fo. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. the, it was they were making fun of the Beatles yeah, yeah. and stuff. But they only had two seasons. Huh. 
But the, first but the music, but the music went on, and then the second season they just jumped the shark because they didn't take it seriously. Mm. You know, like they were like too in on the too in on the joke. They were too on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course they made a horrible the reboot. Not the before was the a reboot. movie. Before was a reboot. The movie. They made a movie. No. The movie. Yeah, they made a movie. Oh, I'm no. saying they yeah. made the new monkeys in the nineties. No. Yeah, they That's actually a made a terrible idea. They they made the new monkeys. It well, didn't last very long, but they which nice. lasted longer, the new monkeys or new coke? That's a tough one. I know. That's a tough one. But yeah, they made a movie. They made a movie called Head. I'm not kidding. It was a really psychedelic, trippy movie. Oh, and you yeah, know who was involved yeah, with that movie? Yeah. Who? Jack Nicholson wrote it. Makes sense yes. about why it was trippy. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I They're like, he's, he's like, you know what we gotta get you to do, right? You know, it's like it's a whole like. Hear me out, all right, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jack, I don't know if this is true to the monkeys. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> so uh, he. Peter Tork was seventy-seven. Wow, Ooh. a little younger than uh, yeah, that's yeah expected. Seventy-seven is a young, yeah. Young but cancer, cancer, cancer takes. Cancer, cancer, cancer does not care what age you are. Cancer is horrible. Yeah, you know? cancer is awful. Um, even, go, go donate to the American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on, more, more, more sad news. Um, okay. Wrestler Christopher Allen Palace, I know I'm pronouncing his name wrong, better known by his in-ring name, King Kong Bundy, yes. also died uh, yesterday, Bundy. in fact, as of right, this recording, right. which is mm-hmm. the 6th of uh, March. Um, his, do- his cause of death is unknown as of right now. Mm-hmm. You know, just this um, morning, I saw um, our friend Brimstone, he posted a picture yes. of him and King Kong. First mm-hmm. of all, man, Brim is young. Brim was young. Brim was young. Young as heck. Yeah. Still relatively um, almost looks the same, too. It's like... Just a little thinner. Just a little. Back a little, then. Yeah. yeah. I'm very jealous of Brim's hair. You can let him know that. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I wish I had that hair. <laughs> I had I had met um, King Kong Bundy about eight, nine years ago at the Philly Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was just sitting there, and I went over and I talked to him, and it's it's it goes against the type. You know, like, he was just a really nice friendly guy we I just we just talked about wrestling really yeah. and we talked about the business and i i don't know how to say this uh without sounding bad but he he was so articulate he knew the business it was such a great he was genuine enriching yeah. conversation right that you would think you would not have i felt you know, the same a, way quote, unquote, they really don't wrestler but people like, underestimate the intelligence yeah. of, of professional wrestlers yeah. because and, you know they get knocked around i think they're just a bunch of meatheads kind of like how the yeah. nfl right or how people yeah. feel about nfl players right. but no some of them can be quite articulate depending yeah. on who you speak to i mean if you see them once they do like they they retire and mm-hmm. they do interviews about their career yeah it's, it's you're just really like oh my god i've been, yeah like i've been wrong wow steve austin doesn't really yeah. act this way in an interview when he's like just sitting there calmly and talking about yeah. his career yeah. yeah exactly it's like yeah that's that's the deal i mean I'm, famously of course is is yeah. dwayne johnson the rock of course and right. everyone sees now a new level of his intelligence mm-hmm, and his ability mm-hmm. but that's a lot of them like i i first yeah. realized that about um mick foley Mm-hmm. Long Island's own McFoley. Yeah, yeah. Like you talk to him, and and yeah, he wrote a book. He's just a regular guy. <laughs> he's really just a, he's just a big regular guy, mm-hmm. and he's not even big by by wrestling standards. No, he's, he's big just dude. a big dude. Yeah, he wrote this book years ago called Scooter, and he did all. It was about baseball and mm-hmm. his kids' love of baseball. He did all the statistics from memory mostly. Yeah, he, he said he only had to look up one thing. Hmm. Like they're very smart. Yeah, so, no, no. You know, you got to If you're gonna have a long term career in anything. You have to have intelligence. Oh, without a doubt. You know? Yeah. 
I remember when um, I actually met uh, Shockmaster Typhoon. Okay. Uh, uh, oh my God, Fred Ottman, and uh, I met him actually in Philly as well a couple of years back as well. Right. Very well spoken for himself. He spoke yeah. about you know how he played into the whole joke about with Shockmaster falling over and all that stuff and right. all that joke. Like it was actually like very. It was a very good, intelligent conversation. Mm. You know, it was something that I didn't expect at first from just just in general because I just didn't. Right. I don't really expect intelligent conversation from anybody just because I'm I'm like that. I'm, <laughs> right. ni- I'm nihilistic. <laughs> um, but that's just how I am. But I, I don't mean that negatively. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> I no, Johnny, nothing. these are nihilists. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, how how old was King Kong Bundy? Uh, he was going back to my news. He was a spry sixty four. You know, it's sad to say, though, that's almost old for a wrestler to pass these days because so many of them die so young mm-hmm. from so many heart problems. So, or worse. Yes, yeah. That was that was that and one. And yet Jake the Snake keeps on going. Did he? I think Jake the Snake is still alive. Um, we'll have to check no. that on break. Yeah. But All right. I'm pretty I think certain. he is. I thought I saw him. I think Jake the Snake keeps on going, which is like how he's going. I have no idea. I think I saw him uh, in Allentown. Possible. I think I did. You, ever, you must have watched Beyond the Mat, right? I did, yeah. And then you see, like, so we had Jake ready to come, and then he said two days before the event he wouldn't show up and wrestle unless we got him crack. <laughs> you know, like, how Jake the Snake is alive Ouch. is a, it's like Keith Richards and, and some of these <laughs> other people. Like, how, how are you walking hmm. the earth, sir? Yikes. It's uh, some good. Uh, there we go. Yes, he is still alive, according to good news. The Jake internet, the Snake's so, yeah. alive. Yeah. You know, anything on the internet can't be wrong. So. <laughs> That's true. Right. And then moving along to our last last bit of sad news, um, okay. actor Luke Perry, best known perhaps as a uh, Dylan McKay on the original Beverly Hills 90210, has died from complications of a massive stroke he had a few days before. In addition to the 200 episodes of 90210, uh, Luke appeared in such films as. The original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Eight mm-hmm. Seconds, The Fifth Element, The Heist, The Enemy, Dish Dogs, The Sandlot Heading Home, Hannah's Gold, and the upcoming Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just to name a few. Right. Mm. On the small screen, Luke appeared in such shows as <clears throat> Another World, The Simpsons, Biker Mice from Mars, and its reboot, The Incredible Hulk animated series, he played Rick Jones, oh, really? Spin City, the TV movie Invasion with, um, uh, we had a guest who was on that, uh, the, um, Denise Duff. She was, right, yeah. right. Um, Ooh. Family Guy, Oz, Jeremiah, What I Like About You, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, Leverage, Good Night for Justice series, uh, which made three TV made-for-TV films, uh, Body of Proof, and most recently, he played Archie's dad on the CW series Riverdale. And wasn't there that... Really? Was it Jeremiah or Jericho that there was that CBS thing that's a major... It was almost like uh, Firefly. Uh, no, it just, says uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah? Yeah. Okay, so that was it. The one that like people just like clamored and loved. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was his, his, his comeback. I mean, I gotta give it yeah. to him. He really kept working and kept on top of it. And you know what's bizarre about it? Uh, I remember when Jason Priestley had that massive car accident. Right. He went to Jason Priestley's side to try and, you know, not just to, to visit. And he's like, hey, it's it's Luke, man. You know, it, it, yeah. It's Luke. Are you there? You're, you know, trying to. And here we are. It's the reverse. Yeah. A 52, though. That, yeah. A stroke 50, at 52. 52. And as far as I know, I mean, man was in shape-ish. Yep. You know, I don't know if he had other major health issues, but that's that's young to have a stroke. Yeah. And they're saying it's happening more and more, mostly because people are like getting more overweight. They're mm-hmm. not as healthy. They have higher blood pressure. It can happen. And the weird thing is, when I heard more water. when I heard stroke, I was like, <laughs> oh. I don't know. But they were like, yeah, he's fine. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And then, and then two hours go. later, medically induced coma, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, it, 
it's a and shame. There it goes. I know they interviewed uh, Shannon Doherty. She's like, I'm heartbroken. I can't talk about it. I'm gonna yeah. start crying. Yeah, it's, no, that's it's that's really, just it's really, uh, very yeah. sad. It's, uh, that's crazy. Right. Um, moving on to happy news. Happy news time. We got a uh, happy news. Here we go. Yay! Wait, did anyone ask Tori spelling her thoughts? <laughs> where, where is it? Ah, where is it? Oh, where is it? That wasn't the one I was looking for. I was looking uh, for that one. Ooh. Really? Because when I mention Tori Spelling, I think. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Tori. Please do our show sometime soon. We're just kidding. Um, from the Let's Just Continue the Story department. Oh. Um, That's a good idea. David Mickey or McKay, uh, the original director of the film The Sandlot, has announced that he has quote sold a pitch for a television series sequel to the original movie mm-hmm. that will bring all of the original cast members back. Wow. For those of you who do not know, uh, The Sandlot is a 1993 film about a ragtag group of kids who bond over baseball, which spawned two sequels. Uh, You're the killing this one with Luke Perry. The Sand- yeah, The Sandlot <laughs> Part 2 and Sandlot uh, Heading Home, which we just mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so if you're a fan of Sandlot, the original cast coming back, no reboot, just right. a sequel, just keep on the story going. There you go. I'm not sure how they're going to do that, though, because, I mean, I spoke about it on Grindhouse, too, where uh, Tom was saying where they had that big montage at the end saying, mm-hmm. like, where are they, where are they now type of thing. How is that going to work out? Because they all basically like spread out away from the town. Well, like, do they come back? What, or well, what's, what's going to happen? That was That's, where are they now? There's then. theories. Yeah, it's yeah. been even longer. Uh-huh. Look, look at uh-huh. um, Bill and Ted Part Three. Very oh, true. Bill and Ted Two. The end. They actually had the whole ending of what happened yeah, and everything. Yeah, and now yeah. Part Three. They're like, nah, that really didn't happen. So, yeah. So they may just do an ending Listen, retcon. If yeah. they could make multiple sequels of Highlander. <laughs> Multiple yeah. sequels of Halloween. Multiple yeah. sequels of Halloween. There are three Halloween twos out there. Multiple sequels of Jason. You're very right. Multiple you can make a Jason. sequel out of anything. It's you know what? Universe yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> extended universe. The kids of the Sandlot are actually aliens from another world that get <laughs> sent here. Yeah. It's a, sure, why Sent not? here to yeah. defeat Superman. Exactly. Uh, just builds out a DC lore. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, speaking of DC. Oh, hey. From the You Have Some Batsplaining to Do department. Mm-hmm. In a recent interview, Ben Affleck tells why his solo Batman film is no longer a thing. Ben says, we worked on a script. I was trying to figure out how to crack it. And I never was happy enough to where I thought it was going out and making it because I didn't want it to do a version that I really wasn't excited to do. So I still don't know. Um, you know who he needs help from? Oh. Matt Damon. <laughs> Maybe also <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> that's, that's Maybe so, kind of, sort of. Yeah. So only, I, just, just only put Michael Keaton in it. So on one hand, <laughs> I got to give him credit for, for being... Um, Transparent. Having, having type of morals and yeah. and and, uh, and having and artistic saying, integrity. Yeah, integrity. Yeah, saying, hey, yeah. I didn't think I was gonna be able to make a good Batman movie. I couldn't figure it out. So you know what? Good hey, job. Better, good job. There you go. As opposed to just yeah. turning out like, oh, this is what uh, we got. Yeah, 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 I want to yeah. stay in that bat suit. We want. We want. We want that bat money. I, I got yeah, it. No, no, it makes sense. Well, that's right. Who wouldn't um, want some of that bat money? <laughs> exactly. We all would. Yeah, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> at, the, at the end of uh, January, filmmaker Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers were confirmed to be looking for a new younger actor to portray Bruce Wayne. Uh, the Batman, which is what the movie is going to be called as of right now, is reportedly looking to begin principal photography by the end of this year. Though uh, no. 
actor, scripts. No actor has did been they, officially announced in the film. Say, but they're just going to start shooting a Batman movie without a Batman. They're going to do all the scenes like in Jaws where yeah. you don't see the shark till the final no 40 that seconds. That's actually a really interesting take on it. That is a very good take. Yeah, that'd like, be a great short film. The idea of the that. criminal element discussing this guy, yeah. this possible creature. And then like, things are happening, but like it happens yeah. so fast you don't notice who like it is. The, and at the very end, yeah. it's revealed. Like in the animated series. Yeah. Almost got him. One of my favorite ones that they were just sitting around talking about. That's a really good episode. That's a good one. That's a very good episode. And how they almost all killed Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. That'd be a good way to do it, too. I'm like, ooh. There's one aspect of that of that episode that doesn't quite make sense, okay? Which one? Yeah. So it turns out that Batman is in disguise as Killer Croc. Right. Mm-hmm. At the villain's Spoilers. poker town. <laughs> Listen, this thing came out almost 30 years He's ago. He's Batman. They can deal with it. Um, <laughs> right? So he reveals that it's it's Batman, mm-hmm. but he doesn't get out of the Killer Croc makeup. Yeah. Then suddenly, then there's a swinging uh, light, light, and, it just, and suddenly there's a shadow of Batman. It's the yeah. same way that he has the eye makeup when he takes off the mask. Eye makeup's gone. Same yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bat magic. Uh, it's Batman. I'm just Bat like, magic. That doesn't make any sense. Like I get what they're doing. They're revealing it's really Batman. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, like that wouldn't. That, it doesn't that, make any sense. Makes no sense. There's no. a penguin. There's a Riddler. There's there's mm-hmm. people who have control of plants, and that doesn't make sense. Also true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I um, bought into it. Fair enough. I'm going with your point. If you're going to spend this money, do it right. There you go. You see? see? Very yeah, much yeah. correct. There you go. In other words, yeah, give us right. a live adaptation of that exact episode, but just expanded another hour. Yes, please, please. Um, I want to know how he ha- somehow under like in silhouette has ca- has the bat ears, but when light on him, none. I want to know how that happens. Hologram. That would be it. That would be the answer. Yeah. The um the bat shield that he used to have in the Adam West. A series. Oh my God. Huge, but he just whoop, right behind his back and, right. it was and there it was. Go. Just just accepts it and move on. Uh, as, they, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. I like um, the bat makeup, the bat yeah. eye makeup too. Yeah. yeah, that makes no sense. Um, moving on to the for it worked for Warcraft department. Mm. Despite making only seventy-two million dollars in the U.S., oh, no. Alita Battle, Battle Angel mm-hmm. is killing it overseas, making. $278.1 million well, yeah, and I mean, counting. That makes me happy. Making it the fifth highest grossing movie of 2019 so far. Nice. It's like anime and steampunk thrown together. The yeah. Asian market is going to eat it's that Cyberpunk, up. really, like, too. Yeah. It's just like um, uh, Pacific Rim it. didn't do amazing in the States. But it did. But yeah. killed overseas. overseas. It's like, yeah. this is everything we've ever loved. We're gonna exactly. Do and so it got a sequel. Yeah. Um, to put things into perspective, the 2016 flop quote-unquote flop warcraft pulled in just 47 million dollars in the u.s hmm. but then it went to take in another 386 million dollars overseas how yeah, is that a baby. flop how putting is that a flop in, putting it at a decent 251 right. of the highest grossing movies of all time worldwide 251 and uh oh. alita is right now sitting at 365 see here's the thing hollywood is realized like look the it's money not, is in Asia. Yeah, it's, they have all the money. They don't make that's movies why, for American audiences. They make them for Asian audiences. That's yeah. why a lot of times they um, they release it overseas first a week yeah. before, and they, they also come. put in uh, Chinese actors mm-hmm. in small roles mm-hmm. to make it bigger. I remember there was uh, the the trans the 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 worst Transformer movie, the last. No, the one of last night. Before they're, all, they're all bad. The one where they were fighting in Japan. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. There but was a, a star. Right. It was like a big time star mm-hmm. over there, and he was right. in a car that a transformer flew over, and he kind of slow potion over that guy. Like, what else that guy? Because he was a big time celebrity over there. there and I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's why um, 
uh, Fang Bingbing was in. Um, you always I'm laugh at her name. Every time you always laugh. Every time I say. I'm it. sorry. What was her name again? Fan Bingbing. <laughs> for um, <laughs> she played Blink in um Days of Future Past, and for okay. me, she got a big role. It was because once again it was she's big over there and that was right. Big. Wait, wait, is she the one that like that took a bunch of money and yeah. ran away? With that, it? Was, okay. that was her, and yeah. she might have been accosted by the government, and then right. she was, and she got out. Yeah, her, her name's that fan gone gone. No, you wanted. There you go. I didn't look at my notes. So, yeah, so how about that? Um, so, finally, last bit of news. Oh, thank God. <laughs> From the Zoinks, Jeepers, and Jinkies department. Oh, right. I heard oh, about my this. God. Heard about this, yeah. Warner Brothers oh, no. is making a new animated Scooby Doo film to star in the big screen because they're making a new one every year, as you may not know. Why not? Um, with a star-studded cast. The upcoming movie will star Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman, Will Forte <laughs> as Shaggy, Gina Rodriguez, who most recently played um, Spider-Gwen, as Velma, and original voice actor Frank Welker as Scooby. Um, as of this recording... I like they got new voices for everything except for Scooby. They're like, no, we can't mess with Scooby-Doo. As of this recording, no word on who Fred or Daphne will be voiced by. But according to current Daphne actor, she won't be voicing Daphne <gasps> on the film. To make matters worse, current Shaggy voice actor didn't even know he was recast, saying on Twitter, "Well, this sucks. What a crappy way to find out. Thanks, Hollywood. You never sense. You never cease to amaze me." Aww. So yeah, quite like, frankly, the, there hasn't been a good a Shaggy uh, voice actor since um, what's his name Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. But so. I think Matthew, I think Matthew Lillard, who played Shaggy in the movies, right, w and then went on to be the voice actor, the official voice actor for a second, did a pretty decent job. And yeah, I remember okay. in an interview, he actually said that he wanted to do a Zoinks off with Casey Kasem and himself, which they did in the movie Looney Tunes Back in Action, where they, they were did. when they were in um, the cafeteria scene. You had both uh, Casey Kasem and Matthew Little doing zoinks, you know, they were talking yeah, to yeah, each other. Yeah. There was a kind of uh, a panning of the baton to him. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> No, it happened. I remember. It, but he doesn't. He doesn't uh, back in action was okay. Um, but I'm just, just the, hearing people changing the, t the dial oof, right now. The Oof. Dial, yeah. yes. oof. Um, That's but, right. Back when there were dials. <laughs> but Punk. the thing that, that, that gets me, and even though they haven't announced it yet, and they mm. better, they had better let Frank Walker be Fred because mm. he has been Fred in every inc animated incarnation except for really? named Scooby Doo. Right. Mm -hmm. huh. He has been Fred. He's been Fred in Johnny Bravo. He's been Fred in the Supernatural crossover. He's mm. been Fred in all the different commercials. He's always been Fred. Since the beginning? And since the beginning. He's the wow. only actor to still be from the original cast. Wow. Truly irreplaceable. My God. Yeah. And it's Dang. freaking Frank Walker. Like, that's Megatron. That's he's right, done yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they probably will better. for the same reason. He's doing Scooby because he took over the role after yeah. um, uh, Don Messick died, and then I think they had like one or two other Scooby voices that didn't quite work. Mm -hmm. But then he took right. over as Scooby, so he's doing Scooby and Fred. It, I mean, oh. I would assume so for the same Fred. reason that they always had Peter Cullen play Optimus Prime. Prime. Right? It's like yeah, we yeah. can't. There's no other they, voice. They have to, be which no. is no. kind of funny because they replaced Frank Welker on as Megatron in the Transformers movie because <laughs> Michael Bay felt he wasn't a big enough star to be Megatron. Right. Right. But Did then he came back. Hugo Weaving, more fans. Like five lines. Hugo Weaving. 
thing. And then they actually brought Frank back to play uh, Galatron, if I'm not mistaken. So, huh. Oh, yeah. There was, I, yeah. Once I, I saw the first Transformers, and I was done. I was like, yeah, oh, they, they, terrible. Weren't, they weren't good. No. Yeah. The Bumblebee was all right. But the was, really good. <laughs> That's but, good. was Michael Bay involved <laughs> with Bumblebee? No. That's why it was <laughs> That's good. That's why it was good. Yeah. Awesome a, car, <laughs> awesome pussycat. But I am a huge voice actor fan, and just the fact that it's Frank, like, he never... Like how could they? That's that's blasphemy for not doing that. So. They shortchanged mm. him. They shortchanged him. Yeah. Um, so unless he's cast, for me, this will be a Scooby Don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, is that's this it a Scooby Doo? No, it's a Scooby Don't. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's it for the news. But we do have we do have the contest that right. uh, Mike Carbonaro Woo! was yes. nice enough to give out some prizes uh, last week's or whenever you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, physically last week for us, right? Um, he because we are the official show of the Big Apple Con. He was the head of the Big uh, Big Apple Con. Mm-hmm. He said we can give out uh, three prizes. One is an autograph. Um, a picture of William Shatner. That's I, right. I don't know if it's going to be personalized, Bill. but but it is autographed. Like, uh, it's just uh, autographed. I don't think I don't it's personalized. Um, we're also giving away uh, yeah. one two-day pass to the Big Apple Con, which is this weekend, and then uh, two Sunday passes. So everybody who l- listened to our show or checked us out on Facebook Live, liked the video for that show, we have their names on here. Let me help you out. There we go. Oh, here it's we go. Official. Dominic, would you want to pull out the winner? What, which one is this for? This is for the autograph. So All right. Just, uh, let me see. There you go. So the winner is Raymond Schwetz, S-C-H-W-E-T-Z. He won the autograph of um, William Shatner. So congratulations to that. He gets a picture of Bill. Yeah. Our, our good friend Bill. Our good friend Bill. <laughs> there you down. go. I'm writing this down now. <laughs> All right. So the next winner for, we have a drum roll for the... Uh, yes. Two, uh, for the one for the two day pass for the Big Apple Con, which is this weekend, we have that is Will White. So Will White gets a, a free pass to go see the Big Apple Con this weekend. So we'll be contacting him. Well, thank God so, it wasn't uh, Walter White. <laughs> you got that down right. now. And then finally, <laughs> the consolation prize of two passes to Sunday's show. This is kind of a letdown. We should have done this one first, then <laughs> yeah. the thing. Yeah. Next, next, next big contest. Next big contest. There we you go. have Laurel Wrights. Laurel, Laurel Wrights. So she won and Hardy. two. She won the two uh, Sunday passes. Yeah, so baby. I'm gonna write that down. So congratulations to the winner. So good job with that. We'll be contacting you very shortly, or by the time you listen to us, you've already been contacted and went to the convention. So hope you guys yeah, had a good had time. Hopefully, had a great time. Um, so yeah. So congratulations. It's hard to, not to have a great time at the at, Big Apple at Con. The Big Apple Con. It's, it's fun for all. Yeah, that's so right. So that's it for the news. That's it for the contest. Thanks a lot. And uh, we're going to take our break. We'll be right back with the came from the radio. Hey, this is Ty Monk, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hey, I'm Mike Kingston, the writer and creator of Headlocks. And I am WWE Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler. And guess what you're listening to? You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hey, guys, want to impress everyone at your next party? Shock them all with a custom cake. Anything goes. Classic wedding cakes to wild party themes. Follow my social media for weekly videos and photos. We're a Long Island-based cake shop. 
Custom Cakes by Christy Incorporated. K R I S T Y. Call or text anytime. 631 606 8166. Hi everyone, this is Tom Christopher. I had played Hawk on Buck Rogers on the 25th century, and you are listening to It Came From Radio. Hello everyone, this is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. This is Michael Bell, the voice of Duke from G.I. Joe, and I am here at CradleCom, and I am with It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And we're back. We came from the official of the Big Apple Con. This is Mark Torres speaking along with Dominic and Definition Man Sperano and our engineer Sam Bow from GHR Hello. Radio. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about awards because something had just came up recently. There that, was a um, big award show, you're saying? There was a big award show that happened just the other day. There was a thing. There was a thing. A it was the ESPYs, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Where a film won. Uh, for best foreign film, but was only released on Netflix, and then Steven Spielberg, none other than Steven Spielberg, was like, "Hey, the movie wasn't in theaters. It's not a real movie. It's a TV movie. You can't have an Oscar for a TV movie. You can't do it." So then it made me think about all other awards, and then there was a guy on on, on I saw on YouTube that explained how the award process works right. for the Oscars, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, it's some people didn't even watch any of the movies, and they just they just vote." Right. So what I want well, to talk this, about. Listen. Yes. Netflix is real in terms of filmmaking because Scorsese's doing a movie with them. Yep. And that's why Spielberg is scared. So if yeah, Scorsese, exactly why Spielberg so is scared. So if Scorsese did a TV movie... Essentially, that's what he's doing. Right. Yeah. If you want to look so at it that, that way. Be an, should that be an Academy Award? Yes, because it's Scorsese. And, and which, which we're getting to as the, the whole uh, meat of the story, is that do the awards actually have any value? Because the awards no. are really no. only a value of the people who give it value, just like you, anything. Like Years ago, there was this thing where um, people needed to buy Danish tulips. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and like the value of Danish tulips were going up and up and up. I can't read that. Oh, well, that's okay. who uh, she played. Oh, Got it. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Connie Stromwell. Sorry, yeah, like, this, is where you, this is where you say, like, oh, I did my research, Dom, and this is who she played in no, Batman. Batman just, the Animated Series. It just popped up on my screen. I like how you just, like, ah, ah. just look at the screen. This is a radio show, Mark. Showing pictures on the radio doesn't work, Mark. So it's Connie, Connie Stromwell. Yeah. Played by Catherine Hellman. All right. Okay. Yeah. There you, oh, my God. Anyway. So my point being, yes. years ago there was a whole thing in De- in uh, in Holland of selling these tulips, and people were just the price was going crazy high for these uh, these Danish tulips, right? Until someone just came along, like I'm not paying that. That's a flower. I'm not paying this much money, and then the whole thing came crashing down around mm-hmm. it. It's kind of like Bitcoin. It's like any of these things. It's a bubble. Unfortunately, the bubble just hasn't burst on the Oscars. Although I think it is bursting. It's getting I think close. It's, I think it's, it's getting it's close. Slowly deflating. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, I don't care. I don't, I don't, you know. Yeah. Every I, time we talk about the Oscars, I always say the same thing. There's no reason for why it can't be a two-hour show and I with commercials. I and haven't read the whole, th- I haven't seen the Oscars for about three years now. 
Yeah, I'm, it's just, I'm eh. not purposely boycotting it. It's no. like, I just don't want to hear... I've lost interest. I've lost interest. Yeah. I don't really see these movies, these these amazingly, like, uh, independent movies that no one's ever heard of that, are, mm-hmm. are, that play in one theater in a state. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go and listen to these people drown on and on about their political beliefs while living a completely and totally... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh... So hypocritical life okay you know and so i don't, I don't want to i don't, don't want to do this and yeah. the thing about the awards from what i understand is that you can have an entire there's there's businesses that have an entire campaign to vote for oh, your yeah. movie so people are just inundated with saying, hey everywhere. vote for my movie like sure sure i'll vote for this guy's movie i never saw it i don't know who this guy is or mm-hmm. oh he's my friend of mine so does that really make the Oscars, the Oscars. That's why there's right. so many other award shows. Now I was like, hey, I don't like what he's doing. I'll make my own award show. We had the People's right. Choice Award show. We had we had a freaking blockbuster video award show. Way back when. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, the, the, I, you know what's really like more of an arbiter of what people liked? I'm telling you. Is ticket the, sales. The ticket sales, but also in terms of an award show, the MTV Movie Awards. Oh. Really, when you think about it, that's more about what people are interested in watching. Well, actually, mm-hmm. you know, Even actually, the Kids' Choice I'm Awards. Gonna, I'm the Kids' from Nickelodeon. Award, the People's Choice yeah. Awards. Yeah. I'm going to say no for the MTV Awards okay. and this is this is why. why because I used to work at Blockbuster Video which was owned by Viacom which MTV was a part of yes, right? yes. and they made us have these giant machines put into all Blockbusters where people could vote right on the awards. That's okay. cool. And I, being an employee, was just pressing buttons because I was busy and had nothing else to do. <laughs> so, you Still know. Still counted. Did you say many... that you single-handedly got something of an award? How many people out there were just like, do-do-do-do-do? Like, this is the whole thing, as I was saying, with the voting process. So, right. Like, or like, while mommy and daddy pick out a movie, hey, little yeah, Jimmy, go kick off yeah, on yeah. the board a little bit. It yeah. really was. Back then, yeah. I, I can attest to it. It was, a, it was a little computer thing. You had to mm-hmm. press the button to start, and then it just, it, it lit up. It just scrolled so you just press whatever you want as it went through mm-hmm. and it tabulated right. and it was an official vote. Now, now quickly though, going back to, because it was Roma that won an Academy mm-hmm. Award. Yes, yes. And that's film. the thing that um, um, Spielberg. Spielberg was rallying against. Yes. Is he sure though that that wasn't out in theaters? Yes. Because it was Netflix only in... Netflix only. In, because uh, Netflix was start, has been doing this thing now where like, yeah, it's on Netflix, but you can also right, right, see yes. things in yes. theaters. I've, I've heard about that. Bringing legitimacy. Like I Correct. watched, uh, again, I watched that thing with about Robert the Bruce on Netflix, um, played by Chris Pine, and I can't The Outlaw King. Right, right. But I oh, know that was yeah. also in theaters. It was, right. a, it was a good movie. It was I only in it. there for, like, what, a week, two weeks, something like that? But it doesn't like matter. Story. It was yeah. in theaters. But it was still in theaters, so it still so counts it with count. official MPAA, whatever, regulation right. rules for the and, Oscars. And like we were talking a couple of weeks ago, or depending on whenever you listen to the show, we are talking about how Samson was a really bad movie, but it's mm. only on Netflix, so it doesn't right. really count for a you know movie. So, right. but then it's, it's 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 the whole perception of the award itself. And there were several other things that Netflix got nominated for. That was yes, just, yes, yeah. and that was and people were talking. It was it was a, it was a slow buzz. Like, eh, if it wins, eh, it's not going to win. So it really wasn't a right. thing. And then it won. So now it's a thing because it, mm-hmm. it was it was it was man, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or I think, it, um, wasn't Sam Elliott uh, uh, nominated for something he was that he did in on Netflix? Uh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't. No, there was a Netflix, The Ballad of Billy Bob or something okay. like that. Oh, The Ballad of uh, Buster Scruggs. There you go. That was a Netflix. That was a Netflix. And the actor flick. was nominated. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so and he's was, a good actor. He was in Over the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a very good actor. I apologize. No, but... we, know, we know who he is. Just, it's, he's better with. You know him by face. You just know yeah, him by you know name. his face immediately. Yeah. So, well, like, what? Because, you know. And that was a very good movie, by the way. Spielberg thought. 
Is it just mo the films themselves? What about the actors? If the actors do a film for Netflix, are they not allowed to be? That's the whole. Nominated? That's the whole thing. He's, he's they did amazing at... work. Right. So they should get a, as yeah. as he says, they should get a TV an Emmy. They should they get, get Emmy. This, this reminds me or, or like um, when the, the cable came out. All yeah. of a sudden, they're like, well, should it be? It's not TV. It's not network TV. So they really can't be nominated for a TV award. And it's like, yeah, let's make a cable award show. Right. Now it's different. Or, or the daytime right. yeah, Emmys. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a whole. Oh, yeah, the cable ace awards, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, what the hell? It's, 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 it's mind-boggling. It's just the same argument. Oh, yeah, there's the, the Emmys arguments. and there's the daytime Emmys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. it's, just, it's just the same arguments over and over and over again. That's really what it is. Right. And, it's going to loop back. Again. And the people who are voting for it are in the industry. Mm -hmm. So, right. once again, it's not even about. If the public opinion, good, yeah, it's about the and, and, generalized opinion of the industry, yeah, right. And then, of course, a good it's basically movie. a bunch. I always say, you know, because it's the radio, mm -hmm. it's a mutual uh, back rub society, yeah, no, it's so they're all just in a circle rubbing each other's back, saying, Oh, you're wonderful, but you're wonderful too, but everyone's wonderful, and we're all wonderful, except oh, for that guy who's so not wonderful. our friend, he's not wonderful, mm, wonderful, yeah, or even going down, going down the road, uh, independent films. There's mm -hmm. tons of independent film awards that people yeah. get. Yeah. Sundance. For, like, uh, Sundance is all about it. So, very true. Like, Sundance is so crooked in a certain <laughs> respect. I remember, like, uh, Sundance Kevin Smith. Sundance is way too political now. Yeah. I remember yeah. Kevin Smith was, like, told when he put out Chasing Amy, he's like, you're coming, right? And he's like, ah, really. he's like no, no, you need, you need to come. You need to, like, they're basically saying, like, hey, you're going to win all these awards. You better right, show right. up. <laughs> to, to, to. It's like, so how really... Yeah, you know, yeah. And, then, and then going back uh, to the other thing about the uh, MTV Movie Awards, I remember which is when I too. stopped watching the MTV Movie Awards. Remember, I had the whole Oscar mm -hmm. thing. Right. I stopped watching it because um, they had um, Best Fight, and right. it was Jackie Chan and Rumble in the Bronx yeah, lost was... for Best Fight. Really? And I was like, all right, Who won? I'm out. Jackie Chan lost, remember, but I was like, but you were just like, yeah, it's was Jackie like, yeah. Chan. Like this was Rumble in the Bronx, and he didn't that win. Good, that was damn good fight scenes, and, Rumble, and I'm like, Rumble in okay. the Bronx. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan lost a Best Fight Award. Lost a Best Fight Award for the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, so I'm my. like, you know what? Mm -hmm. God, that was, that it's was... fixed. <laughs> it's fixed. Yeah, completely. The game is rigged. It, it really hack the planet. Hack the planet. Who's running this? The DNC. They rigged it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, let me man. see. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. I saw a great Here meme. we go. <laughs> I saw a great meme a while back. Like, yeah. how cool would it be if the primaries in political theater were just like WDB Raw? Oh my God! It's Bernie Sanders. <laughs> the metal chair <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i've seen that that's yeah. great that's really good i saw good. that i immediately i the voice i heard was jim ross without a doubt without a doubt that was totally how the meme was written yeah it was because, written with that in mind because i haven't watched wrestling in years no. but i watched wrestling during the attitude era yeah and so like you want to talk the about the attitude iconic. era boom like yeah, i'm yeah. there anything after that i was like all right i'm, I'm done i don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, don't, I don't care i don't i don't care yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll okay. talk about steve steve austin and and the rock and and triple h all day mm -hmm. long and and the Undertaker. God Pass bless that. him. Pass that. All right. Now. So here, here it is. In 1996, Jackie Chan versus the Bad Guys lost to Adam Sandler versus Bob Barker for Best Fight. What? <laughs> so comedy versus actual fighting. <laughs> so right there, and then the following year. The Price Is Wrong, Bob. <laughs> the following year, 1997, oh Jackie Chan once again was in there for first strike when he when he beat people up with the ladder. Right. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. Lost. <laughs> To Firuza, Balk, and Robin Tunney for the craft. <laughs> oh, that's See? just wrong. The game is rigged. So, <laughs> that's, the that's, game is rigged. That's my point. So, even that. 
Yeah, okay, fair enough. The game is rigged. Inconceivable. Um, that, yes. Yeah, Rush extremely. Hour. Rush Hour. Jackie Rush Chan. Hour. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, the, the, the one fight scene that was awesome in Rush Hour. Mm -hmm. Right. Lost to Ben Stiller and the dog for the Something About Mary. See, see what I'm saying? So like, this is this is why the MTV Movie Award. No, uh, no. One could almost make an argument of racism on this, <laughs> or certainly just anti-Jackie Chanisms. I mean, like, come on, it's best fight, not best comedic fight. It's no, it's best, best fight. fight. So how many how many times did the Matrix win? Did the Matrix, Matrix win best was, fights? Best fight, Matrix uh, won for uh, in 2000. Best fight, uh, beating out. Uh, Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor versus uh, uh, Mike Park in a see, but that's a fight okay. versus a fight. Yeah, like that's that makes fair. Sense. That's a but fair. If the fight. Matrix wins, essentially doing the exact same stuff <laughs> that Jackie Chan and all of the Hong Kong uh, film then industry I don't see has why ever he would done. Win. I don't see why and you quite win. frankly, and and listen, you could just if you're listening to this program, you just hear me rag <laughs> on the DNC and make fun of liberals. I am then going to say though, that's whitewashing. That is legit yeah. case of of whitewashing. Like, oh, the Asians do this, but it's not really good. Oh, now a major motion picture with white actors to is doing it? To admit something, though, okay, the we'll Chinese government really hates Jackie Chan. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> maybe they had some influence maybe. with, I'm, I'm just going to put my tinfoil hat on here, maybe they had some influence <laughs> here with the MTV Music Award. That would that be But you, you hear what I'm saying, right? I hear like, what you're saying. I, I get you. That's a legit case. I get like, you. Yo. Did you see um, Atomic Blonde, right? You saw I it? did see Atomic Blonde. How was that lost? That fight lost. To Wonder Woman, with Gal Gadot versus the Soldier. Okay, well that's but that's a fight versus a fight. Once again, yeah, fight v fight. I'm just, it's just. I mean, uh, that'd be like if Atomic Blonde lost to SpongeBob SquarePants, you know, like with Patrick fighting himself. Right. I mean, it's to like, get into the salty fight, spittoon. Not, and yeah. like you're losing to comedic fights. Yeah. So, so it's on. either yeah completely rigged, or again, the people voting are absolute idiots. Or just pressing buttons. Just pressing just buttons. See, that's, just, what that's what I was going boom. for. So yeah. Yeah. my my the, the connection I had mentioned earlier about wrestling is that um, I have a friend of mine. He loves wrestling. Loves it. And um, Vince McMahon's son Shane is now yes. he won a title called Best in the World. Okay. And I always tell my friend, oh, he's the best in the world. You know, I, I, and he hates it. He's like, that guy's not a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. I'm, and I'm thinking, it's just a fake title by a fake company about a performance. And why are you putting into the legitimacy of the realism of it? What is it? He's not really oh. the best because it's a, it's a, it's like, oh, he's a champion. He's a champion of what? So you're almost <laughs> telling him it's just a movie. I'm telling him it's, <laughs> it's a performance. And for them to say, oh, it's, you know, because they say wrestling is predetermined. It's, mm -hmm. it's all orchestrated. Yes. The whole thing is but, basically but, watching very know, talented actually, stuntmen yeah, perform a story good. in front right. of it. Yeah. But the fact that... It's the modern day version of Roman blood and thunder plays with no one actually dying. Go. Right. Hopefully. At but least fact, on purpose. Piece, Owen Hart. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but the fact but that, that, that there's theater. titles... It's physical theater. It's, it's, it's just like giving yeah. an award out. Right. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's their own inter... They used to have awards. They did the Slammies. <laughs> they did own... have the Slammies. They did. They did have the that Slammies. Yeah. It's their own intercompany thing. So Hollywood, it's Hollywood in and of itself just giving out awards to itself for things that they did. What do you think it, has... It's crazy. <laughs> what do you think has more legitimacy? Okay, without getting extremely blue, but what has more legitimacy? The Oscars or the AVN Awards? <laughs> in terms of actual, like... Actual performance. Actual, actual like... <laughs> belief of who did a better job which you think is less political and more really about like fans yeah baby <laughs> that's that was, that was the answer to that yeah um, peace and love there's peace a lot of peace and love. and love so i'm just saying though I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna wrap up my my whole thinking about this award thing with this with this little <laughs> this little nugget here. i say avn he's like we're out we're done <laughs> we're done we're done um 
there was there's a show right now on the air right now right dancing now. with the stars at this moment dancing, dancing with, with the, the stars, stars yes yes, yes. They, you know use the term star loosely but the dancing yeah, with the stars yeah. right dancing with the once possibly dancing has been. with dancing with the d-list and and, and <laughs> they dance and it's a contest and they vote and they win yeah, and at yeah, the end yeah. they get a trophy right. right right so let's say somebody said hey you know what that show's rigged that show they, is rigged they, but that's beside the point who's gonna win who's gonna get the trophy mm-hmm. right now all of a sudden does that make the the trophy any less valuable? Massively. Yeah. So then, why? Especially is if it's it... proven to be unreliable in that but, case. But the dancing is still real. They're still performing. They're still doing stuff. So why is that any different than wrestling? Mm. You see, you see where it is right there. Oh no, I I would say it's no different than wrestling in that case. If it was, but but for wrestling, oh no, blah blah blah. No, it's the same thing. So as it goes along with the awards, like if if, if anything. Wrestling is more legitimate because when you, as the company, decides who's going to be champion and win, they're now saying at least to that to those people working for them, we believe highly in you, your brand, that you can make us money, that right. you're make good us at money. That's but, they, but we believe we're putting an investment in you in time right. and effort. We think that you're doing really well. This is yeah. essentially a promotion, right? Right. Whereas with Dancing with the Stars. Like, all right, we're just we think Jennifer Grey. I remember Jennifer Grey won yeah. one year. Like, like damn well better win. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's baby. So, like, it's basically saying uh, we just think you should win this year, and that's it. We have no mm-hmm. stake in if you remain champion. We don't right. care. It doesn't matter. It's just we've we've rigged it so it's this way. I personally think most reality shows are rigged. Well, yeah. There's, oh, there's, all reality no... shows are quote unquote reality. My, it's always been scripted. Yeah. My, so my, me... my niece, shout out to my niece uh, Diana right. Portes, no dollar. Uh-huh. dollar. Uh, she was approached because she's a uh, she was a cheerleader for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and mm-hmm. she's a professional dance teacher. Right. And she has her own little dance troupe, and she was approached by people to do a reality show on her mm-hmm. thing, and they told her, "Hey, can you make some drama between you and your friends?" Right. To, to make the show better. And she was like, no. And no. That's, like, that's, 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 that's why her that's show's why. not on the air. That makes yeah. sense. I remember, I remember I found out that reality show wasn't reality when uh, back when the Osbournes was a thing. Right. Um, when uh, who, Ozzy's son was like, oh, oh, we're done with the show? So that means I could stop saying the F word now? <laughs> Great. And then he just kind of walked out of the room. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That just, just it's, it's as all, like a 14 or 15 year old that just blew my mind. It's, it's so fake just because like, oh, the Osbournes, but the oldest daughter's like, nope, I'm not involved with that. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. fact that she could just like, I don't want to be in this. Yeah, it's like, like well, it's not really the Osbournes, yeah, exactly. now is it? Exactly. Who's like the smartest of them all. Not to, oh, not to not because she, yeah. she wasn't in it. Like, look, I mean. She did a very smart thing. I've often pondered, uh, ha- speaking of Dancing with the Stars, as a dance instructor in yes, my, in my are, nightlife, yes. I can tell you, first on of all. On assignment as a dance instructor. On assignment as a dance instructor. I mean, Dancing with the Stars, is it rigged? It's, I don't know how to, it's rigged in the sense that Every year, they get at least one or two people that have been professional dancers their entire careers. Right. Like Nicole Schwerzinger or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, they haven't been ballroom dancers, air quotes for those yeah, who yeah. are just listening <laughs> on the radio. But they have years of choreography experience, mm-hmm. and they can put toge- and they can pick up quickly. That person's going to beat out Jerry Springer when Jerry Springer did. Like, who yeah. ultimately, yeah. I just want to learn did, how to dance my daughter's wedding. Because I know he's a, a dancer. I, I don't know if he won, but I do know that he did throw in the, the call the to dance, yeah, yeah. which was great. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember that. Um, and by the way, as a dance instructor, I can tell you this, too. Uh, uh, Dennis, uh, what's his name? Um, not Juliana Huff's uh, brother, who's on it. 
Uh, I was gonna say Dennis, but I don't, I don't think it's I don't know. Show. I actually don't know. I don't but watch the show. That guy is an, a a very good dancer. Mm-hmm. He's actually very good. So he should win the trophy. He should get the award. They're all all the dancers on it. Definition are good man. Dancers. Definition man should get. <laughs> yeah, right. All the dancers on it are good dancers, okay. but it's completely a. a, a a prop- yeah. popularity contest. Right. Oh, it totally is. So that yeah. brings us back full circle to the awards in and of themselves. It's just a popularity mm-hmm. contest in the world. It's just that certain people still right. I mean, they have give those judges credence, still give it credence to the awards, and it goes to making money yeah. because now if you're an Oscar-winning uh, guy, you're more likely to get people to give exactly. you money to make a movie. With the second in hand being Oscar nominee, but that's only so far. You know, right. when you have the award in your hand. It can get you, like you said, that right. much further. Unless you're a woman, and then you're definitely guaranteed when you win Best Actress to be divorced within the year. Yes, definitely. That happens. So, that happens. Yeah, it's the curse of the golden man. What's with that? It's that the happens. curse of the golden man. So we have less than uh, five minutes to go, so sure. we're going to do our final thoughts. So, example, what's your final thought on the whole award <sighs> thing? Some can be legitimate. But definitely always be wary and take all of the uh, nominations and award winnings with a grain of salt. So what do you, what do you consider legitimate? Uh. In 30 seconds or less. Uh. Anytime, anytime you win My an award. awards. Anytime yeah. I win. No one yeah. else. Yeah. Everyone. Zambo Awards. That's which means win. Zambos. I would I would watch that. At my company, I'm the employee of the month every month. <laughs> like Oprah Winfrey right. is on the magazine every month. It's her, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly. And it's totally not rigged. It's a legitimate one-person vote pool, and I'm always Right. Yeah, because won. I vote for myself. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> there Dominic, you go. Final thought? Uh, if you really want to watch a good award show, I'd say watch the UFC. <laughs> that way you really know, you who know de- who's on top. Who, who deserves to win, who does not deserve to win. Who really won win. that six minute and 30 second fight? Oh, we know exactly, we know exactly who, exactly won, who that. won that fight. Yeah, that, that's like the, true, the, truest, <laughs> the truest form of competition I think there is out there and a true winner. So Amen. my final thought is this. Um, awards, they're only as good as you believe them to be mm. so if you, if, you give it, if you give it credence then it makes a big deal you know if you don't like the movie you don't like the movie no matter how many awards that they won or haven't won if you don't like a movie once again it doesn't make a difference it's what you believe what you feel yeah. and what you should do with your with your money and that's what you should right. vote for yeah. with your money vote with what your you wallet like and what you want to see more of and that's my final thought on yeah. that. Very well put. Uh, uh, Very well say, put. Who who's really more satisfied? The one that won the Oscar or the guy who has the highest grossing film at the end of the year? Michael Bay's very happy. That guy. See, there we go. <laughs> that guy. There we go. So that about does it for this week on It Came From the Radio. Woo. Join us right here any week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, Tough. go to our website, www.itcamefromradio.com. Listen to the archives we have any week or so. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, we have a Facebook page, we have a YouTube thing, um, or you can check us out on places such as Beyond the Dawn Studios, Overcast, Pocket Cast, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, and Acast, or... I'm sorry, I was getting a nosebleed after all those things. Or just Google it. Came, just Google it came for the radio, please, dear God. And we will see you uh, next week. Take it easy. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.